Friday of the eleventh week in ordinary time. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. In ancient times God spoke to man through prophets and in varied ways, but now he speaks through Christ his Son, his radiance through eternal days. To God the Father of the world, his Son through whom he made all things, and Holy Spirit, bond of love, all glad creation glory sings. I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. Save me, O God, for the waters have risen to my neck. I have sunk into the mud of the deep, and there is no foothold. I have entered the waters of the deep, and the waves overwhelm me. I am wearied with all my crying, my throat is parched. My eyes are wasted away from looking for my God. More numerous than the hairs on my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who attack me with lies are too much for my strength. How can I restore what I have never stolen? O God, you know my sinful folly, my sins you can see. Let those who hope in you not be put to shame through me, Lord of hosts. Let not those who seek you be dismayed through me, God of Israel. It is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my own mother's sons. I burn with zeal for your house, and taunts against you fall on me. When I afflict my soul with fasting, they make it a taunt against me. When I put on sackcloth in mourning, then they make me a byword, the gossip of men at the gates, the subject of drunkard's songs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favor. In your great love, answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Rescue me from sinking in the mud. Save me from my foes. Save me from the waters of the deep, lest the waves overwhelm me. Do not let the deep engulf me, nor death close its mouth on me. Lord, answer, for your love is kind. In your compassion turn towards me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer quickly, for I am in distress. Come close to my soul and redeem me. Ransom me, pressed by my foes. You know how they taunt and deride me. My oppressors are all before you. Taunts have broken my heart. I have reached the end of my strength. I looked in vain for compassion. For consolers, not one could I find. For food they gave me poison. In my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Seek the Lord, and you will live. As for me in my poverty and pain, let your help, O God, lift me up. I will praise God's name with a song. I will glorify him with thanksgiving, a gift pleasing God more than oxen, more than beasts prepared for sacrifice. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all its living creatures. 
for God will bring help to Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah, and men shall dwell there in possession. The sons of his servants shall inherit it. Those who love his name shall dwell there. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God our Father, to show the way of salvation, you chose that the standard of the cross should go before us, and you fulfilled the ancient prophecies in Christ's Passover from death to life. Do not let us rouse your burning indignation by sin, but rather, through the contemplation of his wounds, make us burn with zeal for the honor of your church and with grateful love for you. Seek the Lord, and you will live. The Lord will teach us his ways, and we will follow in his footsteps. A reading from the book of Judges. The Israelites again offended the Lord, who therefore delivered them into the power of the Philistines for forty years. There was a certain man from Zorah of the clan of the Danites, whose name was Manoah. His wife was barren and had borne no children. An angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Though you are barren and have had no children, yet you will conceive and bear a son. Now then, be careful to take no wine or strong drink, and to eat nothing unclean. As for the son you will conceive and bear, no razor shall touch his head, for this boy is to be consecrated to God from the womb. It is he who will begin the deliverance of Israel from the power of the Philistines. The woman went and told her husband, A man of God came to me. He had the appearance of an angel of God, terrible indeed. I did not ask him where he came from, nor did he tell me his name. But he said to me, You will be with child and will bear a son, so take neither wine nor strong drink, and eat nothing unclean, for the boy shall be consecrated to God from the womb until the day of his death. Manoah then prayed to the Lord, O Lord, I beseech you, he said, may the man of God whom you sent return to us to teach us what to do for the boy who will be born. God heard the prayer of Manoah, and an angel, and the angel of God came again to the woman as she was sitting in the field. Since her husband Manoah was not with her, the woman ran in haste and told her husband, The man who came to me the other day has appeared to me, she said to him. So Manoah got up and followed his wife. When he reached the man, he said to him, Are you the one who spoke to my wife? Yes, he answered. Then Manoah asked, Now, when that which you say comes true, what are we expected to do for the boy? The angel of the Lord answered Manoah, Your wife is to abstain from all the things of which I spoke to her. She must not eat anything that comes from the vine, nor take wine or strong drink, nor anything unclean. Let her observe all that I have commanded her. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, Can we persuade you to stay while we prepare a kid for you? But the angel of the Lord answered Manoah, Although you press me, I will not partake of your food. But if you will, you may offer a holocaust to the Lord. Not knowing that it was the angel of the Lord, Manoah said to him, What is your name that we may honor you when your words come true? The angel of the Lord answered him, Why do you ask my name, which is mysterious? Then Manoah took the kid with a cereal offering and offered it on the rock to the Lord, whose works are mysteries. While Manoah and his wife were looking on, as the flame rose to the sky from the altar, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. 
When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell prostrate to the ground. But the angel of the Lord was seen no more by Manoah and his wife. Then Manoah, realizing that it was the angel of the Lord, said to his wife, We will certainly die, for we have seen God. But his wife pointed out to him, If the Lord had meant to kill us, he would not have accepted a holocaust and cereal offering from our hands, nor would he have let us see all this just now, or hear what we have heard. The woman bore a son and named him Samson. The boy grew up and the Lord blessed him. The Spirit of the Lord first stirred him, and Mahana Dan, which is between Zorah and Eshtael. The angel said to Zechariah, Your wife will bear you a son, and you must name him John. He will drink no wine or any strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. For the boy is to be a Nazarite consecrated to God. The angel of the Lord appeared to the wife of Manoah and said to her, You shall conceive and bear a son, and no razor must touch his head. For the boy is to be a Nazarite consecrated to God. A reading from a treatise on the Lord's Prayer by St. Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr. Christ clearly laid down an additional rule to bind us by a certain contractual condition. We ask that our debts be forgiven insofar as we forgive our own debtors. Thus we are made aware that we cannot obtain what we ask regarding our own trespasses unless we do the same for those who trespass against us. This is why he says elsewhere, The measure you give will be the measure you get. And the servant who, after his master forgives all his debt, refuses to forgive his fellow servant, is thrown into prison. Because he refused to be kind to his fellow servant, he lost the favor his master had given him. Along with his other precepts, Christ lays this down even more forcefully with the most vigorous condemnation. He says, When you stand up to pray, if you have anything against anyone, let it go, so that your heavenly Father may also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. You will have no excuse on the day of judgment, for then you will be judged just as you have judged, and you will suffer whatever you have done to others. God bids us to be peace-loving, harmonious, and of one mind in his house. He wants us to live with the new, with the new life he gave us at our second birth. As sons of God, we are to abide in peace. As we have one spirit, we should be one in mind and heart. Thus God does not receive the sacrifice of one who lives in conflict, and he orders us to turn back from the altar and be first reconciled with our brother, that God too may be appeased by the prayers of one who is at peace. The greatest offering we can make to God is our peace, harmony among fellow Christians, a people united with the unity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When Cain and Abel first offered their sacrifices, God considered not so much the gifts as the spirit of the giver. God was pleased with Abel's offering because he was pleased with his spirit. Thus, Abel the just man, the peacemaker, in his blameless sacrifice, taught men that when they offer their gift at the altar, they should approach as he did, in the fear of God, simplicity of heart, ruled by justice and peaceful harmony. Since this was the character of Abel's offering, it was only right that he himself should afterward become a sacrifice. As martyrdom's first witness and possessing the Lord's qualities of justice and peace, 
he foreshadowed the Lord's passion in the glory of his own death. Such, then, are the men who are crowned by the Lord and will be justified with him on the day of judgment. But St. Paul and the sacred scriptures tell us that the quarrelsome man and the troublemaker, who is never at peace with his brothers, cannot escape the charge of internal dissension, even though he may die for Christ's name. For it is written, He who hates his brother is a murderer, nor can he attain the kingdom of heaven. God cannot abide a murderer. He cannot be united with Christ, who has preferred to imitate Judas rather than Christ. I implore you to lead a life worthy of the vocation to which you have been called. Be careful to preserve the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is but one hope given to you by your calling. May God grant you to live in harmony with one another, so that together you may glorify God with one voice. There is but one hope given to you by your calling. Let us pray. Almighty God, our hope and our strength, without you we falter. Help us to follow Christ and to live according to your will. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.